Keeping you in the game and in the know. Full time on KCLR. Yeah, welcome into full time with myself, Martin Quilty, on this Monday evening. It is the 11th of December. Hope I find you all well on this very damp, dreary, dull Monday evening. It's a night to sit by the fire, listen to the radio with a cuppa, because we have lots coming up. First, we are going to be chatting to Michael Doyle, the Tullahore Rossbergen manager, about their exploits in the Leinster Championship over the weekend. Two-time All-Ireland winner Michael Walsh will be in a little bit later on to discuss Thomas Town's exploits at Leinster level. We'll have post-match reaction from both games and a little bit later on then in the show we will be hearing from Gillian D, who is the mam of Adam D, who was taking part in the WDF Youth Darts Championship Final at the weekend as well. So a busy, busy, busy show coming up. But first of all, as I said, we are going to chat to Michael Doyle who's the Tullaher manager. Michael, how are you this evening? All good, Martin. All good. I'd say you certainly are because it was a great weekend for Kilkenny teams. I mean, for three teams in Kilkenny to be crowned Leinster champions, O'Loughlin's last weekend, yourselves and Thomastown at the weekend as well. But I suppose for yourselves, you really had a convincing win in the final against Carrig and Riverstown, 214 to eight points in the end. Good day overall for Tullaher. Yeah, look, another brilliant day for the the parish, you know, and to win a Leinster Championship away from home in such testing conditions, you know, was brilliant. And um, yeah, no, just delighted for the lads and delighted for the supporters. Um, as I said, the conditions were tough, and we really the game was won in the first half when we had to play into the face of a gale force wind and went in ahead at half time. So once we were after doing that, you know, it was just a matter of staying composed and keeping the heads and not doing it and silly in the second half. I was chatting to Michael Walsh last Monday evening and he said that O'Connor Park in Tullamore was probably going to suit yourselves. Um, it's a vast, wide open pitch. You need a lot of space. Or when I say that, you play well when you have a pitch with a lot of space and it certainly worked out that way over the weekend. Yeah, look, we have, there's no secret, we have lots of pace in the team. We have a, we have a young team um, you know, Pat Hartley man's the backs at centre back at thirty seven years of age. And then the next next up is Wally at thirty two, but Wally is one of the fastest hurlers in Ireland, never mind um Kilkenny. So like there's pace throughout the team. So when we were fit playing against the wind it actually nearly suited us. We got a goal after fifteen seconds where Coleman O'Sullivan, another very athletic player, put the foot down and tore straight through the middle and Wally was gone off the shoulder. So that was a great start and it's like you said, we Try to hit the, try to hit the corners. We've Danny and Ke- Danny Glennon and Keno done it in there, and they've been, you know, they've been causing problems for teams all year. And then look, Connor Hennessy is under that blessed with pace. So, look, when you have lots of speed in the team, you know, you always have a chance. Is it fair to say that Wally has probably been revitalised a small little bit um, since the the honeymoon period, etc., and those couple of weeks off that he had um, for a break? Because he certainly seems to have come back rejuvenated. He's back to probably the best hurling that he's playing of his career as well, and it's certainly helping both yourselves at the minute and hopefully for Kilkenny later on in next year as well. Yeah, look, I can't, I can't speak for Wally, but you know, just from chatting to him, he definitely seems to be enjoying it. And I think when you're enjoying it, you know, you'll play, um, you'll play your best hurling. Sometimes I feel um, when you come back after an inter-county season, especially one where you've lost in All Ireland, you know, you might start to drag the gear bag a bit or drag the hurls. You know, mentally, you might feel a little bit tired. 
But um, no, he's had a good break, and look, he definitely has a pep in his step. Um, you know, he has. He, as you said, I know it's only junior, but he's he's hurling really well. And as I said, he's he's, he's gliding over the ground, and the other lads are kind of you know rolling behind him. Well, when you say it might be only junior, I mean, when you look at Thomastown and the lads will be only saying it's only intermediate, but I mean, both of you are doing very, very well. You're putting up high scores in Leinster. I mean, there's not really too many teams have come any way close to either of you um, at the minute. And you're now putting yourselves into an All-Ireland semi-final as well at the weekend, playing Castle Blaney uh, from Monaghan. And I know you had a, a bit of concern maybe about the early time last weekend in the uh, Leinster final going up to a Colner Park in Tullamore it's another early-ish start as well this time it's a little bit further the Downs in Westmeath with a one thirty start for your semi-final at the weekend Yeah well look I suppose the difference this weekend is you know Castle Blaney are travelling as well so you know it's not a home fixture for them and I think we, we were looking at it on maps I think we've motorway nearly the whole way so even though it's further than O'Connor Park it doesn't actually work out much different and we've the extra half hour as well because it's not until half one and actually look at the way I was probably you know a bit of moaning on my behalf like it wasn't an issue really the other day we left at 10 to 9 and we stopped off in the service station there in Port Leash for 20 minutes and we were up there a good hour and 20 minutes before the game and look everyone was in um, everyone was in good form was in good form and look we were well prepped um, well it didn't turn out in hindsight look it didn't turn out to be an issue you know the, the journey and whatever couldn't have gone any better Michael for yourselves I suppose for an All-Ireland semi-final it's a very quick turnaround it's seven days between your Leinster final and an All-Ireland semi-final as well does that help the team with momentum going into the game at the weekend or can it be a bit of a hindrance to you? Um, I, 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 yeah, we can work both ways and as I said we would probably we'll have the answer for that next Sunday evening and it would be all hindsight analysis. I think Joe, I don't see why it would be an issue. I think the time of year that it is like lads just want to play the matches you know you don't want to string it out with two or three weeks between games um, I think our lads will be mad to go and give this a serious lash on Sunday like they're an hour from Crow Park so it's just you just want to keep focused now because look you know and I know that them lads are in work this week they're in school or in college and they, they're hearing that oh you're playing the Monaghan lads and it's Monaghan versus Kilkenny and they're going to be told Ashley will beat Castle Blaney and you just don't want to fall into that trap because they are young lads and as soon as we're complacent we're going to be dumped out with this I don't care you know, how much we're winning matches by the reason we're winning those matches is because in fairness nearly every day we've turned up we've treated the opponent with respect we've done our homework both as a management group and as a player group and I suppose look the, the, the fear this week would be that you know they might listen to uh, a couple of people who would mean the best but um, you know we don't want our getting carried away with ourselves and thinking we're somewhere we're not well it certainly is as you say an hour away from getting to Crow Park uh, for an All-Ireland Club final would be absolutely fantastic um, I think it's a while back since you were there before back in 2008 if my memory serves me right so it would be great what's the mood like in the parish? And look, the mood is great, sure. How could it be anything but, you know? Um, and it has been... I think the county final was the big one. And I spoke about that already. Like, the county final was was huge because Freshford had been so strong all year. We drew, we'd drawn with them. But they're kind of... If you'd look at the beatings they were giving teams, they looked to be going a little bit better than us. I, I guess we just timed it right. And the way it is in Kilkenny and Sir Thomastown were in the same position as Tullaher and even, you know, Lachlan Gales and all... Like when you win a Kilkenny final, 
it opens up doors and it's not like another county championship where you might win it and you're probably going to go through the motions in the provincials because realistically maybe you mightn't have be strong enough to win a provincial or an All-Ireland but if you win Kilkenny you know straight away when the celebrations die down you get hungry for more success and look at that's what happened that's what's after happening all Auckland's uh, Thomastown and Tullaher you have a hat-trick there now and a convincing hat-trick at that you know bar the game with um, Nafina and all Auckland's I think the Kilkenny teams have been relatively comfortable now I know Cranford put us to a pin of our collar too but we still pushed on a one by five so you know um, a good winter for the Kilkenny clubs for sure it certainly is well it's a busy period coming up for everybody yourself included it's not easy managing a team but when you have momentum going into an All-Ireland semi-final you certainly won't mind too much Michael congrats on the victory uh, in the Leinster final over the weekend the very best of luck to yourself and the team on uh, Sunday at half one against Castle Blaney in the All-Ireland club semi-final just I suppose for yourself on it I mean the three teams from Kilkenny are nearly all on the same day at the same time O'Loughlin Gales half one yourselves half one and Thomastown two o'clock it doesn't really give uh, much of a, a chance for Kilkenny people to get out and support the team even if they're not from Thomastown Tullahar or O'Loughlin's a lot of people would like to go to the matches but unfortunately they can't yeah, whatever. Like, I could understand how maybe they wouldn't put three games on together, but they could have doubled up um, one of them. Now, I know pitches are struggling at the moment, and trying to find a pitch that would take two games probably isn't easy. Or, you know, so look at, I suppose for the fixtures, guys, it's a logistical nightmare. But look, if you'd like to think that, you know, even Thomastown and Tullaher are close to each other, and there'd be a lot of them would be good buddies if you could have maybe doubled it up, um, that would be ideal. But as I said, I. You know the pitches are very soft at the moment, so I'm probably, I'm guessing that's the reason why that isn't happening. And um, yeah, look at it, it's not ideal. We hadn't, you know, in fairness, there was a good crowd from Tullaher up there, but on last week in O'Connor Park, but I think there was too many neutrals because you look, Thomas Town were over in, they were in Ockram, I think. So yep. anyone was going somewhere, might have went over to Ockram, given that they were playing Bray, who were the Leinster champions, and obviously intermediate to Grey hired and junior, so it might have been a more attractive proposition. But yeah, look, it's not ideal. If you lots of hurling lovers in Kilkenny, I'm sure would like to go to all three games, which are look just not possible. Well, it's certainly not, but we'll certainly be following the progress along on Sunday to see how things go. And as I said earlier, we wish you the very best of luck in that game at the weekend. We're really looking forward to it as well. And fingers crossed we're only an hour away from having three teams in Crow Park yeah please God that's the that's the goal anyway it'll be a make for a great Christmas in those three parishes as well if that was to happen it certainly would Michael thanks a million for joining me on full time here uh, for the first time on this Monday evening really enjoyed having a chat with you um, and enjoy the weekend if I can say enjoy it because I don't know if a manager does enjoy these things or not <laughs> No, no, no. The enjoyment comes from winning. And even at that, I'm not sure how enjoy it. It's more relief a lot of the time. But um, ah, look, at, um, as I said, what else would you be at this time of the year? It's brilliant to be still going training and still in that headspace um, this late in the year. So when you're still hurling in December, you're doing something right. Exactly. Well, it probably saves you going on Christmas shopping as well for a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, that's it. Michael, thanks a million. I will leave you go on the Monday evening. And as we said, the very best of luck to yourself and Tullahar at the weekend. 
Thanks very much, man. Take care. Thanks a million. That is Michael Doyle. They are having a chat to us, the Tullahar manager. When we come back, we're going to get a small little bit of reaction from the Thomastown final before we have a chat to Michael Welsh. You won't want to miss it, so don't go anywhere because we will be right back. Your Monday Night Sports Show. Full time on KCLOR with Martin Quilty. This is Full Time on KCLOR. Yeah, welcome back to Full Time with myself on this Monday evening, a wet Monday evening, but we're staying dry. Hopefully you're staying dry as well. As Michael said, though, let's hope this weather doesn't continue because we want the pitches somewhat dry for the weekend coming ahead with all of the matches that is to get played and we keep the fingers crossed for that. Right, as I said earlier, before the break, we're going to have a bit of post-match reaction because our live game over the weekend was Thomastown and Bray Emmett. That came from Ockram in the intermediate final. It was an Another good day for the Kilkenny teams with Thomastown coming out easy victors in that one. 222 to 19. We'll get a reaction of how that match went from two-time All-Ireland winner Michael Welsh, who was on co-coms with our match team at the weekend. But first of all, let's hear from Luke Hanlon. Jack Holden, well done. Congratulations, the Leinster Intermediate Club medal. Not to be sniffed at. Great, another great performance by Thomas Town. Oh, exactly, yeah, great performance, sure. Not every day you get to get to a Leinster final, sure. And they gave it all there today, and sure. Eventually came out on top in the end. You got on the score sheet? Yeah, I got a five, sure. It's hard in these conditions, especially against the wind. You're not getting much ball coming into the full power name, but the lads outside done absolutely unbelievable. And all the rest of all the score, so. How difficult was it? I know for us watching it and coming in, the wind seemed horrific. Was it cold out there? What was it really like, Jack? Yeah, sure. In these conditions, sure, you're kind of used to winter hurling, sure. You're going to get these conditions. It could be windy, it could be rain, I'm sure. You're going to get these conditions these days. We're getting a bit of stick off the lads here. It is a Leinster title. A bit of celebration, I suppose, now, Jack. And look forward to a, an intermediate or an intermediate Ireland final, but not a whole lot of time to celebrate, really. No, exactly. No, sure. Out the following week, so not much celebrating now. There'll be no celebrating, so. Oh, exactly. No, I'm sure we'll be down, down Grand again on Tuesday, preparing for an Ireland semi final. Something to look forward to. Okay, well, listen, well done today. Thanks very much. Good man. That wasn't Luke Hannon. That was, in fact, Jack Holden. They are speaking to our own Brendan Hennessy after the game. Brendan also caught up with Thomas Tucker Hanrahan from the weekend, and here's what he had to say. Thomas or Tucker, I don't know what they call you, but listen, you got a great goal today. Um, great performance. You have to be delighted with that Leinster final medal. Oh, over the moon now. <laughs> delighted for the lads there. They're down training every day and putting an effort in. A few nice scores today. I just said it to the management and to the previous to the interviewees that the accuracy was excellent from Thomas Town today. Yeah, brilliant. The lads are working on their shooting every day and training and just proved there today about the, the work rate they're putting in and the shooting, the accuracy. And it was a windy day, like it was a tough day for and Robbie Donnelly was one over freeze. Like there was no tomorrow there, it was brilliant. Just bring us back to that goal you got there early on because it was a class goal and you really pulled on it first time. Just give us a, a, re, a, a replay of what you did there. I should have high ball in. I knew John was going to catch it anyway, so it was easy for me. I just had to run and he put in the play for me and just took the shot. Thank God I went in the back of the net. It's great lift for the club. Uh, Tucker, they're going well. Yeah, flying it now. The under-21s are in the Arena final again. And that's given us a win the momentum on and it's helping a lot for the intermediates. Hopefully now we get over to another game before Christmas and get back to Crow Park. Okay, well listen, the best of luck on Donegal next week. Safe travels and we'll see you there and best of luck to Thomas Stone and well done today. Thanks a million. Yeah, it was Tucker there having a chat again to our own Brendan Hennessy. He also managed to catch up with Jay Burke and Dylan Waugh from Thomastown. And here's what the two lads had to say to him afterwards. 
No, Jay Burke was with me full-back. Jay, you had your hands full today. Christy Moore hosted me an audit hurler, but uh, you did very well on him and a great defensive display by Thomas Town. Yeah, uh, luckily enough there in the first half, our, our forwards work right was through the roof and I didn't have much to do. And Same in the second half, then I have a, a great half-back line in front of me that sat back and did a lot of covering for me, so they kind of made my job easier. But no, credit to him, he's a good hurler and I did have my hands full, yeah. Tough day for a game of hurling, but she weathered the storm and again a convincing win for Thomas Town. Yeah, convincing win. We have some brilliant forwards there. We're actually a brilliant team all over and uh, I think it's a credit to our work rep because how we used the ball even in the second half our scoring didn't slow down and that's a credit to the lads really Short game out of the back you did the sensible thing and you had yeah. to do <laughs> Yeah uh, I suppose when the wind is that strong uh, you need to be working the ball out there's no point in uh, just lamping it down the field and uh, we have ball players out there that can do that so we're lucky you had a good bench as well because when the lads decided to empty the bench when Noel and the selectors emptied the bench the subs all did well and you may talk nicely because one of them is standing beside you yeah this lad, this lad here beside me came on there he was unlucky not to get one two he scored uh, two great points there and the goalie made a savage save for the other one I think in ten minutes he would have been top scorer in the game so well, the man he speaks of is Dylan Wall Dylan that was some save from the keeper but you had pitched him at two great scores before that uh, you're, you're a happy man because when you're on the subs you like to get a run and that subs bench is as strong a subs bench as I've seen for an intermediate team in quite a while so well done yeah I'm delighted yeah. Um, I suppose a sign of a good team is a good bench and uh, to come on and get two points is nice to contribute to the team and I'm fairly happy about that it was probably one of the best saves I've ever seen in Ireland it was uh, excellent he was some save I have to hand it to him um, I thought it was in the goal before I hit it to be honest but it was some save and, uh, the late Brendan Fenley said to me one time I said that was a great shot he said it was a good shot he would have scored but in fairness it was a great shot oh, it was I connected alright with it and I was like oh, surely in the back of the net but no it was some save I have to give it to him well, your consolation was you got two great scores as well Dylan yeah, and yeah. you come onto a team that was leading by a convincing margin at the time I mean at half time 2.13 to 2 points but the bench as I said to uh, Jay the bench did really work well yeah the bench does work well yeah um, as Jay said there the guys kind of had the hard work done before I kind of came on so at least I can kind of move around freely and try to get on a bit of, bit of ball and I was kind of happy to kind of get the two points at the end it's nice to contribute great year so far I mean the club is going very very well to win Kilkenny now to win Leinster and two steps from all Ireland but you take one step at a time and Donegal is a long old journey but uh, Thomas Town you're kind of favourites heading into this competition but at the same time there's a bit of work to be done yeah in fairness no, it's fairly good keeping our feet on the ground we're not going to get ahead of ourselves we'll be back down training now Tuesday night and we'll go at it again Did he say anything about you missing that shot now? I'm sure we'll get a bit of stick <laughs> once I go into the dressing room <laughs> Listen, Well done and, and I'll see you next weekend but well done on that Dylan and congratulations on your two scores Thanks very much Jay well done uh, I did mention the defence uh, Dylan has just mentioned all the forwards you mentioned them Luke, John, Robbie got man of the match there Tucker started off at an early goal but uh, defensively you were excellent but I think as a unit you'd have to be very happy Yeah oh she's thrilled uh, from uh, one to fifth there and the lads that came on as well brilliant uh, I think in the first half there we came off the field I think they only scored two or three points so it, it's uh, also a credit to our backs it's a great unit it's a great unit overall backs and forwards midfield and we work well together and the year is going great and it shows so all our work that's gone oh, into yeah. it so. <laughs> a great day for the people of Thomas Town and surrounding areas they'll all be very happy because we're heading into the festive season and you know there's good times and bad times in GA and good times and bad times in life but it'll give all the people a great lift yeah absolutely and I think we've had a, a couple of hard years there uh, going down at the last post but um no, this year has definitely give people a lift and there's a great buzz around the town and I'm just thrilled to be involved with it. Okay, well, Ken has a Christmas tree ready for you this evening when you go back as well. You want there today? Congratulations, Jim. Well done. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was 
Jay Burke and Dylan Waugh nearly forgot myself there for a minute having a chat to our own Brendan Hennessy afterwards right it's nearly time to catch up with Michael Welsh our two time All-Ireland winner and KCLR analyst he'll be joining me on the phone just after this quick break don't go anywhere keeping you in the game and in the know full time on KCLR Looking back over the weekend action, full time on KCLOR with Martin Quilty. We certainly are going to look back over the weekend action and we are going to continue that, as I said, with a legend himself, broadcaster, manager extraordinaire and a two-time All-Ireland winner. And that is our own Michael Welsh and he joins me right now. Michael, how are you? I'm good, Martin, yourself? Ah, sure, I am all good, thank you. We're all getting into the festive period and into the Christmas spirit and... Santi obviously came early at the weekend because he gave two more presents to Kilkenny teams with Thomastown and Tullerher getting a Leinster final victory under their belt. I had Michael Doyle on with me, the Tullerher manager, earlier on. Me and you were going to discuss the Thomastown victory. In the end, they played Bray Emmett in what was a commanding victory for the Kilkenny side, 2.22 to 1.9. Did it ever seem to be in doubt, Michael? No, it didn't. Uh, it was like the other matches I saw with Thomas Sunday this year they had to put to bed really by half time but uh, there was a gale of a breeze and it. it was a really tough day and uh, Thompson had the, the elements with them in the first half and they did their job brilliantly and had a, as I said it was 2.13 to 2 points or 3 points at half time so it was just game over at that stage uh, you know and they managed the second half really well as well in fairness to them they did what they had to do and they eased out in the end and used their bench very well and, and they got a really good day's work out of it yeah, Tucker Hanrahan and Luke Connellan getting the goals there early on in the first half. I suppose to have that much of a lead going in at half time, you can take things and you can get complacent and that, and the other team can come back at you. But it didn't seem to be. The, it looked like Thomas Town really didn't get out of third gear. To be fair. Yeah, I'd say that that's a fair assessment. Um, in fairness, uh, Bray Emmons did improve in the second half, and they they, they had a lot of wins. Uh, but as I said, the Thomastown were completely comfortable, and uh, as I said, they they used the ball very well in the second half into the wind, and uh, they got some really good scores as well because it was it was horrendous. Now it was it was just uh, what I say, wind that was way stronger than that. It was it was a ten point wind to be quite honest, and uh, you know they they they, they did very very well in the second half, to, but they were always in control. They were too far ahead at half time. Um, I'm sure Brian has thought they might keep it uh, tight but I suppose when you're underdogs like that it's probably better off to take every advantage you have and unfortunately they, they gave the initiative to Thomastown with, with, with a toss and Thomastown responded really well yeah, Ockram is a very nice stadium to be fair. It's a, a bit compact yeah. but uh, it's certainly when the wind blows up there it is gusty, I can tell you that much. Um, but there was a lot of yeah. outstanding performances no more so notable than year man of the match and that was Robbie Donnelly who obviously impressed uh, on the day. Yeah, well he... He um his free taking was really brilliant as as I said to you about the conditions, like it was easy to take any sort of shots, but his free taking was just just brilliant. Uh, really there were so many long range and uh, you know, getting them right and, uh, with the wind the way it was wasn't easy, he did. But what was really more impressive was he got three unbelievable points into the wind from playing the second half, really accurate. You know, he knew he was on his game. He was he was very, very accurate all day long and it was the best game I've seen him playing for a while actually. Um, you know, I think that half forward line of Thomas Downs is so so strong and uh, you know Luke Cannell in, in the middle and John Donnelly on the other wing and they just they just do so much work and uh, they, 
they're all well able to score all three of them, you know. And, and in the matches I've seen so far, it's it's been a huge line for them. Michael, when all of the three teams won their respective county finals within Kilkenny, did you ever foresee that we were going to have three Leinster champions? I did, yeah, I did. Um, I would have thought it's so strong here, it's so strong, Club Ireland is so strong in this county, and um, you know, um, you know, obviously, Bally Hill have carried a mantle at senior level, but you know, to get out to Kenny at senior level is huge, and once you get out to Kenny, you always have a big chance. The records at our levels have, have been absolutely incredible, really. Uh, as I said before, bar one or two years, we've always been going to Croke Park in, in early January or whenever it's played for intermediate and junior finals. I think we've only missed out in two years since it started back in around 2005. So the records will, would always suggest that the Kenny club teams have a massive chance and year in, year out, basically bar one or two, it's, ha- it's happened that way all the teams apart from O'Loughlin Gales really I mean I know when I was talking to Michael um, Cran 4 put her up to Tullahar a small little bit in one of the, the rounds that they played them there but realistically Tullahar and Thomastown have really had it a bit easy at the Leinster Championship they now go forward into the All-Ireland semi-finals Tullahar is playing Castle Blaney at the weekend Thomastown is playing Satanta and without jinxing anything and getting too far ahead of ourselves can we see both of those getting to the All-Ireland final? Yeah, I would absolutely. I think it could be similar again. Uh, again, it's not. I suppose it's, it's not fair to talk about other teams when you have never seen them playing. But just going on again on on past stuff and the way things are working out this year, you've got two extremely extremely strong teams. And you know, um, I'm not sure the standard of of the Ulster teams, but I would be very very surprised if both both teams didn't make an All Ireland final. Well, Auckland Gales is obviously the third team is out the weekend. They have Rory Og of Cushion Dahl. Not going to be an easy challenge for themselves. But I suppose I was saying this to Michael as well, uh, Michael Doyle, that is, earlier on. The three Kilkenny teams are now in All-Ireland semi-finals. And you, you know yourself being a Hurling man, you would love to get to as many matches as you could over a weekend if it was possible, especially in All-Ireland semi-final. But the three of them are on the exact same day, almost at the same time. O'Loughlin Gales and Rory Oak is half one. Tullahar Ross Burke and Castle Blaney is half one. And Thomastown and Satanta are two o'clock. Like, there's no chance for anybody in Kilkenny to only see one of those. You won't be able to get to see two of them. Is it fair on the supporter? No, it's not, and it, you know, like obviously, look, and you're not privy to what goes on, and there probably is genuinely good reason. You'd, you'd imagine that intelligent people would 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 see as we're saying here as well. So there's obviously good reason for it, but what I don't know, you know, there hasn't been any explanation. Like the, all the feedback last week was that the, the two matches would be on the Saturday and the senior match would be on the Sunday, and then I just heard yesterday evening that the all three were on, as you said, basically around the same time. So it's 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 you know it's not right it's not fair. Obviously, you'd like to know what the reasons are why the the matches couldn't go ahead on Saturday. Some of them on Saturday, some on Sunday. But um, unfortunately, that's the way the dice cast now, and we'll have to wait for the finals. Hopefully, and we'll get to see all three. It certainly is the big match live with ourselves here on KCLR. The first of two big games at the weekend is O'Loughlin Gales versus Rory Og. That's on in Park Talton um, at the weekend. Uh, not going to be an easy task either for O'Loughlin's. Do we know much about Rory Oak? Yeah, look, they're, they're a decent team. They, they, they have been for a good few years. They've um, they've been under the spell of Dunleith for the last couple of years, but they got through them this year. And uh, there wouldn't be much between a lot of the teams up there. Um, but they have good players. Neil McManus would be their standout player. Uh, their centre-back, Owen Campbell, is also a very, very good player. And they have, a young, yeah, they have two young corner forwards, 
both out just out of uh, 18, 19 years of age uh, that look very lively and uh, they certainly are a decent team and they certainly I think will definitely put it up to Lachlan's uh, uh, as best I can but I do expect the Lachlan's will, will have enough to see them through to the final well, as we said, that is the big game coming up live with ourselves here at the weekend. O'Loughlin Gales versus Rury Oak from Park Talton uh, starting at half past one. Throw-in there is at half past one. Uh, and that game will be brought to us live by the Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic at the weekend. Boy, guys, I suppose the other big news coming from Kilkenny end of things over the last 24 hours or so is the appointment possibly of Richie Power Jr. as the Ballyhale Shamrocks senior hurling manager with Pat Hoban stepping down there what do you make of that news? Yeah it's it's a, it's a big news alright um, you know um, I suppose coming from the rival club Carry Shock and you know there would have been rivals but look at I suppose uh, Richie would know a lot of the lads from his time with Kenny and uh, you know he, he'd be he'd know the likes of TJ Reid and uh, Colin Finley very well I'm sure so uh, I'm sure look there's, there's a closeness there as well so look it's, a, it's a very interesting and very interesting to see how it'll work out I suppose two questions for you one did you find it surprising that Pat Hoban stood down from Ballyhale and two with Richie keeping Carrick Shock up from the intermediate relegation final and lots of young players coming through as well did you find it a surprise that he left Carrick Shock um, after this year after, it's hard to know, Martin. Like he, uh, I think he's done two or three years of carry shock, and maybe he felt himself like nobody knows better than the person themselves. I suppose he probably felt that he had he had done as much as he could with them, and maybe he he wanted to seek a new challenge, and certainly he has that. Uh, so you know, I'm sure he'd be a, a huge appointment for them. He's he's a very good hurling man, as we know. So look, he'd be he'd be well he'd be well well labelled for that. Um, I was surprised. Yeah, I did a question about Pat Holman. I certainly was surprised. Yeah, because obviously he's had a uh, very good two two years with them, and uh, you know they were they obviously won the All Ireland National, beaten by a pint in the county final this year, and obviously they have great players. So yeah, I was a bit surprised that he decided to step down. But again, look, you don't know the circumstances, and it's down probably to the person themselves and how they feel at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Well, the other big match coming up in your own club is involved in it as well. We can see earlier on that you were wishing the very best on the Dixborough GA and Camogie social media channels over the last 24 hours as well. It is big All-Ireland final between Dixborough and Sarsfields of Galway. That's our second big match live at the weekend with thanks to Hackett's Bar in Irish Town there. What's the mood like in Dixborough at the minute, Michael? I should look at it. It's it's great excitement. Obviously, there's great excitement. Um, as I said, the girls have been absolutely brilliant all year, and you know. While I'm there in the set of money in the slight underdog Sunday, and that's just a lovely way to be. And I think that they have full confidence in their own setup. As I said to you before, I've seen them out there many times this year, and I'm really impressed by their attitude more than anything else. And we know they have very, very good individually talented players, but their attitude seems to be absolutely spot on. And, uh, you know, I think they're, they're very, very well geared for it. And I know Donald have them in great shape for Sunday. And I'm, 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 I'm hopeful that, that they, they could put off, pull off a great result. And, you know, they would, they would deserve it for the effort they put in. But, you know, it's been a brilliant year for them, as I said, and there's great excitement around the place. 
I suppose the underdogs tag really does suit them you know especially going in the last day um, in the All-Ireland semi-final as well against Lock Eel Shamrocks Sarsfields will certainly be a, a tougher opponent I suppose than Lock Eel as well but you know they're going for three in a row but it has happened before the teams can win as underdogs and beat the the best of favourites um, and I, I agree with you I think Dixborough have something special this year and you know they, they could do something uh, really really special at the weekend as well yeah, I know. Just I've got that feeling myself as well, and you know, as I said, it's it's kind of a great way to be going in. That all the pressure is on is on uh, Sarsfield. Obviously, they're a really good uh, first class team. If they're going for three in a row, they have to have something special about them. But uh, you know, as you've seen before, and uh, you know, it's it's. Kenny versus Galway and sometimes you know that that can have an impression on the thing when Kenny teams have always done very very well I think against Galway over the years and you know I think that as as you said there like the, the Borough girls are in a great place and uh, they're, they're you know I know quite a few of them obviously to be talking to them away and they're, they're so excited but at the same time they're very grounded and they're very well they're very much looking forward to it and uh, they know they have a they have a game to play and they, they're I think the, the management has done a great job in that way that they're I can see that these girls are fully focused on the game rather than the side shows around it which are going to be huge obviously if you're in an All-Ireland for the first time ever it's a big big occasion and the big job will be just to stay focused on the game and, and uh, everything else take care of itself it is I think though with the I don't like using this phrase but with the pomp and ceremony that goes around these things obviously it has to be done yeah. it is a huge occasion but there's a lot of yeah. leaders in that team there as well you know you have the likes of Eva Prendergast who has been in Crow Park on All-Ireland Senior Final Day Jenny Clifford has been there as well Kirsty Maher has played in uh, or has been in Crow Park you know at All-Ireland Finals Lucinda Gann was there as the captain back in 2020 those girls will certainly instil um, have their experience and tell the the younger players who have never been in Crow Park before what maybe to expect and what it's going to be like but certainly the the word seems to be embrace the day and to enjoy it whatever happens I think that's very important I really do um, you know they're 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 on the upper curve the whole time. They're, this is huge for them, and I think, and they're not preempting anything because, as we know in sport, anything can happen on any given day or any given year. Yep. But I think it's, this is the start of, of of what I think will be a, a really good era with the amount of talent they have coming through as well. And I think that they're they're going from strength to strength. And you know, I'm not saying they're in bonus territory because when you get a chance, you have to take it. But I think you know that this this year will bring this this group on and people coming after him an awful lot and it offers well for the future of the game in the club it certainly does well we're certainly going to look forward to the weekend as you are with the hurling and no doubt the camogie as well you'll be keeping an eye on everything Michael as always it's been a pleasure having a chat with you here on this Monday evening thank you so much enjoy the rest of your week and we will chat to you again very soon no problem Martin thank you gentlemen that was Michael Welch there our regular analyst here on Monday night full time and of course a two time All-Ireland winner manager of the Dixborough Hurling team and a great guy all round very knowledgeable as well right he did mention the man of the match from the Thomastown game that was Robbie Donnelly and of course the other legend that we have Mr Brendan Hennessy caught up with Robbie after the game and here's what he had to say Robbie, Robbie Donnelly, detail menswear man of the match. Congratulations on that. It shall be easy now, Robbie. 200 yeah, euro voucher in detail, so well done. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. Uh, good win, I suppose. Um, conditions were tough, but uh, we battled hard in the first half, especially. And yeah, we were happy from there. Okay, from dead ball situations and open play, you had a good day yourself. And I know you're one of the players who doesn't talk about individual performances, but you know, you finished with 13, I think. 
Yeah, I'm sure. That's the forward's job is there. You're there to score. So you'll be hoping every day you go out to, when you're taking shots, they're going over the bar. So thankfully today they did. But in difficult conditions, because you said it to Noel and to the lads of Town of Dillon and the lads, how difficult it was. Uh, very windy. But the accuracy of Thomas Town today, excellent. You know, everybody scored lovely scores on what was a very difficult day for hurling. Yeah, I sure I suppose uh, we're kind of used to the wind down in Grenham sometimes. It's a fairly <laughs> it's open, fortnight to go, I know all about it. Yeah. It's a fairly open place. But uh, yeah, sure, we, we have the hurlers that are able to take scores. So uh, just every day you go out, there's always different scores on the team. So it's, it's not about individuals or anything like that. So what did you take from that game today, Rob? Apart from the win, I mean, you're on to an All Ireland series now, an All Ireland semi final. It has been a great year so far, so it can even get better. Yeah, well, we're out next weekend, so you have to just get back down and train now, probably Tuesday night. Look forward to it, I suppose. It's a great opportunity for the club, like, and we're looking forward to every match that we're playing, so we're taking it each match at a time, so we can knock down for next weekend and see. Well, yeah, and all you, lads in the, all you lads in the forwards all come in for great credit all the time with scores and that, but uh, defensively and collectively, Thomas Town were excellent today to a man so you'd have to credit the defence as well they really right. played a lovely short game at the back worked the ball well through the middle down to yourselves got into shooting positions yeah the backs are brilliant this year they're they're, uh, they're flying it they're, they're, they're very good defensively and they're very good on the ball they're well able to work it out all six of them and even Dermot on goal he's well able and the subs coming in as well like Peter got hurt in the, in the warm up and David Pender came in not a bother to him slotted in Pender's well experienced like, and very good on the ball so yeah they're pitch him with two nice points they all pitch him with a few nice scores. Jack picked off one in the game. John picked off a few. Brian O'Hanron got the score there earlier on, and uh, I think Jack Cullen got a job a point as well. You just mentioned that. Yeah, the, yeah. The subs coming in. Yeah. They all try, in fairness, they always make an impact, and I suppose that's what's pushing us. Then uh, the starting team, you have them lads train. They're training fierce hard. They're, they're going as well as anyone in training. It's just it's unlucky, I suppose. That it's hard to change things up, I suppose, in these kind of matches. But uh, yeah, the subs are massive every game. Gives you a really good boost seeing them coming on, fresh legs. So We get all kinds of texts on KSLR 96 of them when teams are playing, and people from outside of Thomas. There's a lot of Donnellys on this team, though. You have Eddie there, you have John, you got yourself, you got Stephen. So give us the connections here brothers, cousins, the whole shebang. So sum it up there now from a family point of view. This will put all the texts to bed now to see who's related to. They all want to know who John's brother is. We don't know who Robbie's <laughs> brother is or cousins are. So fill us in. Um, John and Eddie are two brothers. Um, then I'm uh, I have a brother Michael and Stephen is on his own as well. So uh, yeah. So that's the family tree. Family tree. There's three families of us there. Okay. And who are you going to spend your 200 euro detail voucher on yourself or, or all your friends or family? You're going to buy them a present. Yeah, I'll spend it on myself. <laughs> yourself, Robbie. Well, well, listen. The bus is heading off. I won't delay you. Congratulations on your performance on the winning the detail men's were a man of the match. Colin and see Carol there and congratulations on that. And well done, Thomas Town. They'll be happy tonight. But as you say, short turnaround. Same again next week. Yeah. Cheers, Brendan. Thank you. On yourself. Thanks a million. Thanks. Brendan Hennessy, a guard wouldn't ask the chap that kind of a question but well done to Robbie Dowling. He was indeed our details menswear man of the match and a very nice prize to get as well. Right, we are approaching the final part of tonight's full time here. Very soon I am going to be chatting to Gillian D who I said earlier is the mam of Adam D and he had great exploits at the WDF Youth Championship Finals Getting into that final, we're going to find out how he done in a few moments' time. But first, I have a quick break to take. Don't go anywhere. This is Full Time on KCLOR. Full 
Time on KCLR, your weekend sport in review with Martin Quilty. Yeah, welcome back to Full Time with myself, Young Own Kerry, keeping me on my toes in here in Studio One. Right, as I said, we are going to chat to Gillian D, who is mam of Adam D, and they're only after touching down in the country a short time ago as well, because Adam was playing in the WDF Lakeside Boys Championship final yesterday as well. And Gillian joins me right now. Gillian, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you, Martin? Ah, sure, we are all good. Delighted that we had a Carlo youngster in the WDF Youth Final. It was great for Adam. He beat the number one uh, in the Hungarian, Andres Borley, on Saturday evening to get into the final. But unfortunately, just came up again another Dutch player. I don't know what it is about Dutch player and darts. They seem to love them. But he must be pointed overall. He is. He's he's fairly gutted now today. Um just things didn't work out. There's a, I, I don't think people understand all the different things that can go against you in a game of darts. It can be just the heat, the room, it can be too much adrenaline, there can be so many things at play that you could find it hard to put your finger on what it was on the night. Um, he was feeling very confident going over there. Um, he was very confident in the semi-finals and he was very confident in the final yesterday, but a few doubles cost him the set to go one all and um, it just doubles from there. You know, things get in your head then as well when you start to miss doubles when you're under pressure and sometimes it can be hard to come back from that. But um, he put up a good fight and uh, he never gave up and he's disappointed today. Um, Unnaturally so. It'll take him a few days to get over this. But... um, he'll come back and he'll come back stronger uh, he certainly will I mean it's a fantastic achievement to get into the final in itself and when you see world number one the adult lads even missing doubles it's not that easy and you know anyone thinks they can do any better pick up a dart and go and try it because it's not but Gillian uh, a fantastic achievement for himself like Adam is still a, a youngster himself I mean obviously he's still going to school so how is he mixing both the darts and the school at the minute well, he's in college at the moment. He started college this year, so um, he's he's. I think he has. He goes to college for four days in Carlo um, SETU, but um, he's doing a business course there. But he's yeah, he's mixing it. He has time for his darts and he has time for school, and he's just managing them both equally at the moment. So um, it's important to be able to have both of them as well, too. You know. It certainly is and one to look out for for the future because we know Steve Lennon is obviously taking part in the PDC um, at the weekend as well. Has he got any tips or anything from Steve from the weekend how to go about things or what's it like being up on the stage because obviously there's a lot of pressure. There's a huge amount of pressure. I mean, to get up onto that stage and walk up there in front of thousands of people, like it's nerve-wracking, but he loves the stage. He absolutely loves the stage and he loves being there. And we always say the hard part is to get him to the stage because once he's up there, normally just does his thing, but just things didn't work out for him on the day. And sometimes that's the way darts goes. Um, And everybody in Carly Youth Darts, including Adam, would like to wish Steve all the best now this weekend. Steve is coming into some great form at the moment and he's playing really well and we've high hopes for Steve as well. So fingers crossed now for Steve as well this weekend. Uh, Gillian we're gutted for him here in all of us here in KCLR because we've been following it over the weekend and when we've seen him beating the, the number one we had high expectations as probably himself did as well over he the did, weekend yeah. but look unfortunately that sport and you know when you things 
or think things might go your way they don't and when you think the things don't go your way they happen for you so look it'll uh, it'll make him a better player he'll certainly come back at it as well and hopefully in a couple of years time who knows we'll be seeing him take on maybe Steve Lennon on the, the big stage at the Ali Pali in a, a world championship Oh, fingers crossed! Now that's the next of it now because um, he's his youths are finished now, so it's he's into the big boys now. He's into the men's, and it's over for the development tour and that kind of thing. Um, for all of next year, that'll keep him busy. But he goes in there now as the baby, kind of all over, just starting all over again. But um, he likes a challenge, so he'll 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 fight. Um, but we'd like to say to thank everybody who travelled with us all weekend. It's been a fantastic weekend from our own family to our dark family to everybody for all the messages, for all the support. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, and we had a really brilliant night on Saturday after he won in the semi-finals. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't the same last night, but um, look, that's that's the way it goes. But thanks so much to everybody for all the support. Um, everybody, the whole country was behind him, so it was brilliant to see. It certainly was. Right, well, I know I'm running out of time here shortly. Thank you so much for coming on. I know it was a, a bit of a rush and that, and you're only in the door uh, a short time as well, but well done to you, Adam, um, and yourselves, and we wish him all the very best of luck in his future careers. And well done again to the final. Thanks a million, guys. Thanks. Thanks that a lot. was Gillian D there having a chat to us. Right, that is it from myself. Owen Carey will be here with Fully Loaded very soon. Don't forget the Mystery Voice with John Welch is back on The Breakfast Show tomorrow. John Keane is in here from 1 to 4 o'clock. I will be back next Monday, but enjoy your sport for the time being. Keeping you in the game and in the know. Full time on KCLOR with Martin Quilty.